0: The following contest is scheduled for one fall, making his way to the mic, the silent tactician, C.S. Radical! Yep, that's right, you heard it correctly, I got up off my lazy ass and I'm starting to podcast again. Welcome to what's officially now going to be the first Critical Strike podcast. I'm your host, Adam Gaten, though most of you know me by my Xbox gamer tag, CS Radical. For those of you that don't know Critical Strike, we are an Xbox Live Gaming community. You can find us at criticalstrikegaming.4emotion.org. That is F-O-R-U-M-O-T-I-O-N.org. Your home for all Xbox multiplayer action and fun lives here. So once again, you know, this is the first... And I mean first podcast, whatever I posted on YouTube the first time. I don't even count that as a podcast anymore. I was just rambling about the things that we did and really who gives a shit about that, right? But this is going to be the first one that I'm actually going to bring up some news, not only within the Critical Strike community, but some gaming news and even some other shit that's pissing me off left and right. So to give you an idea of what's going to happen in this week's podcast, I'm going to be talking about what's in the future for Critical Strike in 2012, I'm also going to go into some gaming news like the Modern Warfare 3 DLC announcements. I'm going to talk about a few things that Microsoft revealed over at the CES. And then I got an article that I really want to get off my chest. Something that would that's really going to piss some of you guys off. Like it's already pissed me off. Because once again, there are people in the health and fitness industry. Because they always know so much about us. That are saying that once again, video games are the culprit for kids being overweight and unhealthy. And I'll get to that some of that later. But first... There's this. CS News. So the big news already is that obviously I'm not running the NHL division anymore. I decided that it would probably be in the best interest of me to get off of that game and get onto something that's a little more skill-wise and something that I'm not rage quitting nearly as much. So with that, I've brought some changes. I'm still gonna be playing the game a little bit, but not nearly as much as I used to. I've given the power of the entire division to Josh, aka Belligerent. Also, leading the teams now is going to be Oh My God, a Squirrel, or Sam, the Englishman, for those of you guys that know him very well. But other guys like Al Rad and World of Ice, they will also be assisting captaining this team. So hopefully, with those guys in the lineup, that's going to make things just a little bit better. I know it's going to make things easier on me, because it's one less thing i got to worry about, and one less thing i got to throw my controller at a TV screen for. Uh, Other than that though, that's pretty much the big news, so what I'm going to do at this point is give you guys an idea of what I'm looking for in the future. This year, we don't know too much about what's going on, we know a few things that are coming out, I mean, I already said a thousand times to most of my guys, you know, Counter- strike Global Offensive, that's the big one. I am so prepared and so ready for that game. That was the first game that I ever started playing online and professionally. I got really good at that on the PC. And then once I started going on to Xbox, I started moving on to Call of Duty, which is ever so much different than, I guess, uh, Counter-Strike is. It's a little more arcadey compared to Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike, if you screw around, you're done. You are so screwed. There is no regenerating health in Counter-Strike. You have a set health. So if you take a bullet, you better be damn sure you're getting out of the way, or otherwise you're gone. Other than that, I mean, considering the games that have been revealed so far, I'm planning on at least thinking about Ghost Recon Future Soldier, if that ends up being a decent multiplayer experience, I know I'm gonna buy it to begin with, whether it's actually any good multiplayer or not is yet to be seen. Of course all the Halo fans out there are gonna be going nuts when at the end of the year, they say in the fall, but I have a feeling to push it back just a little bit for the holidays. Halo 4 will be out, and of course we have Call of Duty, whatever, I don't know, I think it's the 10th installment now technically if you're actually counting. Either way, they're gonna come up with something that's everybody's gonna be wanting to be going after, so we'll keep an eye on that. So that's pretty much it for now. I mean, when it cut other what other than that, you know, really I'm not really too sure where else it's gonna go. I might I'm thinking about possibly shutting down a few divisions depending on the activity. I mean, it's no secret that gears and Halo hasn't been exactly too big. I mean, Halo Reach, you can't do much about it because they are getting a little old. Gears, I I think the problem is, is that it's just the sawed-off shotgun has killed so much attention to that game, because even in even in a game like Call of Duty or Battlefield, the shotgun is easily counterable. In Gears of War 3, it's impossible. You might as well run around with a shotgun, because everybody else is. Well, I guess that's it for uh, our CS news for the day, so it's time we moved on to this now. Gaming news. So we'll get right to the big news of the day. Of course, Modern Warfare 3, the DLC plans for it was announced. They're planning on putting content in every month however that content will only be available exclusively to call of duty elite premium members right off the bat the first pack they're releasing it's two maps there's piazza which is going to be a map of close quarters they say and it's based in italy and liberation which is going to be based in new york and it's going to be suited more for long-range maps and snipers which is something that modern warfare 3 is needed because no map is really a decent sniper map so hopefully this will give those guys an option but what it means for, uh, in terms of normal members is that they're not gonna get this pack until March. Premium Elite members are gonna get this on January 24th, they say. And every month on top of that, Premium members will be getting more and more stuff, so... The people who paid and shelled out the extra money for a piece of shit that didn't work for about a month is actually gonna get something back for it. So speaking of Call of Duty news, we also have news that apparently... Black Ops 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 have been trademarked on websites now. So that means there is a blackops2.com already taken away. So does that mean that the next installment is going to be a Black Ops 2? We don't know that yet. I would like to assume that. I'm assuming they're going to reveal it at E3, but that's not yet set in stone. It's a fair assumption at this point, but until then, who knows. But I mean, it's it's probably going to be the likely option because they are starting to run out of ideas that aren't modern warfare, so we'll see what goes with that. Now, at CES, we had a few announcements, and the first one is based on Microsoft, and they were showing off how the Kinect is going to be integrated with television now. They were showing uh, clips of Sesame Street, where kids could actually interact with the show itself and interact with the characters, which I thought is a cool idea. It just depends on where they're going to go with it. I mean, if they, I, I can see something like that being more specific to kids. I don't really feel like you can put this together with, like, say, a sports show, or something really action-y, like, I don't know, let's say The Firm that's coming out or something like that. It's not going to work with with pretty much hardcore fan TV shows. I can't imagine it working with anything other than kids, because, I mean, children's shows, they always have those shows that they give, like these good two-second pauses for something to happen, so it's like a perfect uh, place for Kinect to work with. Other than that, at CES, we also had news from Kaz Hirai of Sony that there is not going to be any PlayStation 4 reveals at E3 this year. Which I'm going to say right now is absolutely bullshit because we all have been talking about the entire last couple of months, you know, that everything, that this could be the first time in history at E3 that all three major companies, Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo, are going to reveal their brand new consoles, the Xbox 720 and the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U was technically also shown at last year's E3, but I think we're going to get the actual idea of what it's really going to be like when it comes out. But I mean, Sony saying that PlayStation 4 is going to be revealed, come on, if... Both companies, Microsoft and Nintendo, I should say, if they're going to put out their consoles, you have to be a fucking idiot to not want to do it at E3 for yourself. I mean, Sony is obviously just playing the crowd. They're going to reveal it just as a surprise at the end of their production, just like Xbox surprises with Halo 4 last year. I mean, we're not that stupid. I mean, how stupid can they really think they are? Speaking of uh, people thinking we're stupid, Microsoft was addressing their security problems too because IGN posted an article about this one lady who had her account hacked and about I think they said about $1,900 have been stolen off her credit card for it for game downloads for uh, Xbox Live um, subscriptions and all that kind of stuff. And their representative, uh, Stephen Toulouse, I think that's how you pronounce it, he said that the goal of their uh, customer service is to get the problem done in days if not hours. But the estimated time, and this is the kicker, it's almost like EA customer support all over again. The estimated time for a resolution to these problems is 25 days. That is almost a full month. How completely retarded is that? You are customer service for a fucking company, a giant, and you can't do this in even a couple of days? Like a week would be okay, but 25 days? Are you out of your fucking mind? These are people that are getting their accounts hacked. This isn't something, you know, just like, oh, well, it's a problem that doesn't mean to maybe fixed right away. This is imperative shit. People are getting their accounts hacked. They're losing money over this, and you have to and you're going to spend 25 days on this? Fucking get real, dude. Okay, well, I think I'm getting pretty pissed off now, so I think it's time that we revert into the big, and I mean big. Uh, thing that's really grinding my gears the Yes Family Guy reference, and this is the story of the day. The story of the day. So, I was on my break on Monday at my job, and I was reading an article in a magazine in the greater Toronto area called Metro. And this article was about how almost none of the kids these days are meeting up with the Canadian Physical Activity Guidelines... They are saying that 9% of boys and 4% of girls are meeting those guidelines because they're saying the kids should have an hour of moderate to vigorous physical activity every day. That is a quote directly from them. So here's where I'm getting confused by this. And before I get into the major issue, I'm just going to put this out. Isn't gym class over an hour? So that's at least five days already where that hour is being taken. We're not even counting recess yet. And I mean, most kids are put into sports teams, whether it's the cheap ones like soccer or baseball, but then you go up into the hockey kind of things, and then there are also kids that they're, they're going outside and playing every once in a while. They run around the house normally because they're freaking crazy anyway. But I'm trying to figure out how they think the kids aren't getting that hour, even at least in the five days a week that they're at school. Unless their idea of these guidelines that they're giving us is stating that this moderate to vigorous physical activity every day means that they got to be on a fucking treadmill running a hundred miles an hour kids are getting that 60 minutes parents are just blind to the fact that they are they they don't count school they're saying that they should be getting 60 minutes i guarantee you this too they probably mean that they want that 60 minutes outside of school because they don't count it because that's bullshit they are getting that in gym class. They are getting that in recess. Not every kid is that is going to be standing around playing Pokemon on their Game Boys or with the cards or whatever else. They're doing the physical activity. They're just not considering it. And even worse, they're blaming, surprise, surprise, video games for it. In the article, it was talking about how kids back in the day, they used to play Capture the Flag. I'm going to call bullshit on that first because... We played Manhunt like real kids did. But they're saying now that kids, instead of these games, are playing Call of Duty instead. So before I get to the blunt of that issue, let me bring this little nugget back. Parents should not be letting their kids play Call of Duty. The game is rated M for mature. That's young adults, not kids, young adults, 17 and up. Because there are so many fucks and shits into those, and so much blood and fire, it should not be played by a 12-year-old. I'm okay with 16 and up, and even, maybe even 13 and up, because at least as a teenager, you can at least think. Kids, when when you are younger than 13, you're not thinking about stuff. It's like how they say Disney is racist, but kids are never going to notice that, because we're never thinking about it, are we? We're just thinking about going to school the next day, getting to play with our friends, go for recess, play tag. We're not thinking about the issues hidden inside. So for them to think that video games are the reason is just another endless, pointless attempt at scapegoating us and the gaming community for something that is not our fault. I will say this at least. Games are part of the problem. They are the catalyst within the problem. But the main problem are the parents that are giving into these kids demands and buying them these things because of the way the law is now that we can't smack kids apparently anymore. And I'm not saying I'm not going around and saying that I approve beating your kids. But when I was a kid, if I misbehaved, I got smacked across the head. If I didn't listen the first time, I got a second smack. If I didn't listen again, I got started getting my ear pulled. By the time I got my ear pulled, I think I finally realized what the hell I was doing, and I stopped. Now, kids get timeouts. Yes, making them sit in a corner is gonna really help. It just makes them build it up further. And when they come back, they're twice as bad. But the thing is, is that parents, instead of taking proper responsibility against their kids, they are bribing them. The reason that kids under the age of 17 are getting to play these games is because they whine, moan, and bitch until their parents give in and either buy them these games or buy them other things that like bribe them, like junk food or taking them to McDonald's, that kind of thing. That is the reason that kids are getting fatter and kids are apparently getting unhealthier. Because parents are not taking the responsibility to go out there Make sure their kids are at least doing the things that they're supposed to be doing and not giving them things that they shouldn't. It's the same thing when they were talking about Grand Theft Auto 3 when it came out and that how it was just completely corrupting kids. Kids should not be playing games like that. I mean, and the worst thing about this article are the, are the alternatives that she gives. She's, the first thing she mentioned was a fitness DVD. Because, you know, kids are going to want to just (laughs) start dancing left and right or doing push-ups. What the hell? How do you think that's going to work? And, I mean, they suggest other things, too, like, you know, Kinect games or PlayStation Move games or Wii games. And that works a little bit better, but there's still a major problem with that that nobody thinks about. How long do you think those games get played? I own a Kinect, and I own a Nintendo Wii. I have a Wii Fit as well, too. Do you know how long those things lasted? The Wii Fit lasted about a week. Kinect Sports lasted about maybe a couple weeks because it was interesting while it lasted and I wanted to level up because I'm an achievement whore. And the Wii lasted maybe a few months because I finally got sick and tired of of buying a bunch of kids games. When it comes to the Xbox, the Kinect isn't going to solve any problems because the problem is is those games do not give you a long-term experience. They are good in bursts. When you take a game like Kinect Sports and then compare it to a game like Skyrim, You're looking at two hours versus a hundred hours. Which one are you going to take? The one that you're paying 60 bucks for and getting a little amount of time or one that you're going to get a good long amount of time with? I can guarantee you I'm going to want to get my money's worth. I mean, I understand where they're coming from. I know that the game industry is booming a lot. Kids are getting really interested into it. I mean, it's inevitable the kids are going to want to play. But you're missing the key issue here. Kids are still at least being social they're having friends over and playing these games with and often they'll still go outside and play for a little bit or at least run around the house I mean you you can't you can't just blame video games every time something like this comes out they've blamed it for everything they blame it for suicides they blame it for murders they blame it for other acts of aggressiveness and then they go on and stuff about this about it, it being the reason the kids are getting fatter that's complete bullshit Kids are getting fatter because they're not eating healthy and because parents aren't aren't screening these things properly so that they are eating these things that they shouldn't be. Again, I'm not saying that it's not part of the problem. Video games are admittedly part of the problem because they are addictive, but they are not the flat out reason why you cannot just come out and say that that is the reason why when there are so many other reasons that kids are being unhealthy, too, including what they eat. And sometimes it's not even something that we can do about it. It's general health problems that's that we don't know about. So for somebody to at least come out, and I'm not disputing the facts that they're saying about the 9% of boys and 4% of girls not meeting those guidelines, even though those guidelines, I am sure, are completely bullshit, you can't just come out and say that this is the reason why when you do not have facts to support it. If you had come out with a research statement that literally proved that games were the cause, I'd still call bullshit on it, but at least you would have something to fall back on. Because at the same time, that research, if it were true, they would still not be considering the other pieces to the puzzle. So, while you can just go out and say that that is at least a helping hand in the problem, you can never go out and say that that is the complete problem. And shit like that is going to keep happening. People are going to keep using games as a scapegoat like they've been using Marilyn Manson and Metal Music itself as a scapegoat for years and years and years. I mean, they were the sickos that said Marilyn Manson was the reason for the Columbine tragedy. People will always use things as scapegoats for things they don't want to admit fault to. Gamers like you and me are going to be consistently discriminated against and we're going to be so ridiculously pissed off by it. Because it is unfair and it is unjust. So with that being said, before I completely blow my head out off its top, that is going to do it for today. Yep, I'm ending on a great note, aren't I? So until next time, remember Critical Strike, your home for Xbox Live Gaming, fun lives here. That's criticalstrikegaming.foremotion.org and I will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.